Hello, everyone. Welcome to Oh Wow! The Podcast, a weekly recap and analysis of every episode of Skins UK starting from the very beginning. I'm your host, Augustine, and today we're getting into Season 6, Episode 10 Finale. This is a very exciting and special episode because it is the last episode of the third generation as well as the series overall. Now, some of you may know that there is a season seven of Skins that consists of more long form episodes. It's just two episodes each that cover uh, what happened to Effie, Cassie, and Cook in their young adult lives after their seasons ended. So I will be covering those, of course. And then I also have some ideas planned for other episodes, maybe talking about the American Skins disaster that was created. Um, So this is not goodbye. This is just a little see you later on the pod and I'm sure I'll come up with many more ideas to keep this thing going. Also, I had some other topics I wanted to cover today in addition to going through season six, episode 10. Um, So thoughts. First of all, went to see The Menu starring Nicholas Hoult, who, as we all know, plays Tony. And It was a great movie. I loved it. Had nothing to do with skins, of course, and he plays sort of a rich douchebag guy in this, I thought it was like a dark comedy horror movie. Really, really good. Highly recommend going to see The Menu. I honestly just went thinking that I might just enjoy seeing Nicholas Hoult in it, but the movie was surprisingly really well done, so... That is something I wanted to share with you guys, and of course, I was just really excited to see him. I'm like, that's Tony, but he's been in many other very successful films and franchises since Skins ended, but of course, I'll always see him as Tony. Also, completely jumping topics here, I was listening to this podcast called Someplace Underneath, and they cover like true crime, missing women, that kind of thing. Randomly, they did a deep dive into Teal Swan, who is this YouTube influencer, sort of new age spirituality, weird, um, dark side of the internet kind of stuff. But anyway, they're talking about her therapist, this person named Barbara Snow. And Barbara Snow, I'm going to read from the Wikipedia page, okay? So that's my reference is Wikipedia. Barbara W. Snow is a practicing therapist. She's still practicing, by the way. Based out of Salt Lake City, Utah, she was a central figure in the satanic ritual abuse moral panic in Utah in the late 1980s and early 1990s. So that sounds completely unrelated to anything skins, right? Okay, listen to this. Under a section on the Wikipedia page called Probation, it says that in 2008, which is right around the time that the second generation was airing, so this is like a little before the second gen aired, in 2008, Snow agreed to probation by the Utah Division of Occupational and Professional Licensing to avoid protracted litigation for violating the Utah Codes of Professional Conduct. 
blah, blah, blah. The state alleged that Snow had convinced her relatives that they were victims of satanic ritual abuse and military testing, and that Snow provided fabricated notes from her sessions. Snow admitted to destroying her relative's computer with a baseball bat. Now, here's where it ties in with our show. You may recall that Freddy was the victim of a therapist with a baseball bat. And when I watched that for the first time, for the third time, for the millionth time, I was like, what a wild concept. That would never happen. Who thought of this? A therapist attacking people with a baseball bat? That is the most outrageous thing. It's completely unrealistic. Well, little did I know that basically that had actually happened in Utah, like, one or two years before they started filming the series. So, the more you know, look into it. Barbara Snow, very interesting story. Teal Swan's therapist, and this lady's still practicing to this day, which blows my mind. I just had to tell you guys about that because I couldn't believe that there really is a therapist attacking people with a baseball bat. Well, technically, she broke her relatives belongings including their computer but still you guys see the connection you get it you get it you know if you know you know um so okay let's get into the episode this is the last episode of the beloved (laughs) third generation i say sarcastically um i mean bittersweet feelings right it's definitely not my favorite generation but there were some gems. And so the episode opens to Minnie sleeping because one thing I've noticed during this podcast, Skins loves opening the episode with someone waking up in the morning. That is, I would say, 99.9% of the opening shots for the episodes. Frankie is sort of looking through some bedroom stuff. I don't remember. I guess she's packing her bag. And she runs away. We find out that Nick is tracking Frankie. This is sort of the like 2000, what was this, 11 or 12 idea of phone technology, I guess, was that he would be able to track her through a flip phone, which I don't recall anyone being able to do that unless they were like in the military. (laughs) But, um,. He's tracking Frankie and sees that she's running away somewhere, so he enlists Maddie to go find her. We discover that Frankie is wanting to find her mom, and if you guys remember from a few episodes ago, with the whole Minnie having a baby and talking about maybe putting the baby up for adoption, I thought that that was going to become a bigger plot point, and it turns out that it does because Frankie was adopted by her dads, and it it clearly, like, activated Frankie to be around Minnie talking about adoption and whatnot. So we follow that plot point into Frankie looking for her mom, which starts with her going to her old social worker's house, and I just had to cut out, like, a three-minute rant about Frankie and her attitude. I sounded like an old geezer and I didn't feel like it was very relevant to the plot at this point. Um, But let me tell you guys, I am an old geezer. When you try to live like a Skins character 
and you're 28 and you lived through it and now you're almost two years into sobriety the weight of the world man i'm so tired and cranky anyway no frankie rant but i will say that she gets the address to her mom's current house from the social workers folder she goes to her mom's house and it's looking pretty like disheveled and empty and so she's just sitting at the table and her sister walks in her sister who she doesn't recognize and who barely recognizes her and so it's very tense for a minute and then they reconnect and figure out who the other is and her sister says oh our mom is dead and okay this is where i started ranting preemptively frankie's like blaming her sister for their mom dying and i'm just like who would do that like i let me try i watched the episode about a week ago so it's not super fresh in my memory but basically her sister's like oh yeah mom was like a drug addict and an alcoholic and really irresponsible as a parent and she died and frankie was like well maybe if you took better care of her that wouldn't have happened and that's what led me to go on my rant. And I might still go on a rant. Frankie, what the hell? <laughs> like, nobody would say that. Um, but I guess she's just upset. And that's the thing is, like, I feel like we're always making excuses for Frankie when if Liv acted that way, like, nobody would cut her slack. You know, there's a lot of other characters that no one would cut them. Like, if JJ acted that way everyone would call him out right away but because it's frankie it's like oh we just have to cover up them being an asshole basically and then just to add to that furthermore frankie steals a ring from her sister her sister leaves and frankie takes a what looks like nice diamond ring off the counter and just steals it so that's nice great she sees Nick outside and is rightfully a little bit creeped out and stressed out by seeing Nick and Maddie just following her around like helpless little puppies because that's what they are. And again, you could say, oh, they just care about her and they want to make sure she's okay. But it's like, this. have you watched the season? <laughs> They're weird. <laughs> this whole thing's weird. Also forgot to note that Frankie um, hitchhiked with a truck driver, a very nice, not creepy truck driver, actually, on the way uh, to get to her mom's. And so she has to hitchhike on the way back and she sees the same guy. And again, it's like, Frankie, like, you're such an asshole. She like freaks out at the truck driver who has done nothing but be kind to her because he is going on a route that she didn't want to go on and he's like yeah this is the route that i take because i'm a truck driver and this is my job and she's just like i'm ending it and throws herself out of the truck onto the ground and is obviously injured and covered in scrapes and bruises and oh my god it's just like frankie okay um and I was starting to wonder at this point, like, if Frankie's mom is dead, why wouldn't the social worker just tell her that? Because then, or, like, why wouldn't that be public information? So I was starting to get suspicious at this point, and I was like, things are not really adding up here. 
So keep that in mind also. It's okay to question the plot here because it's it's not really adding up. Um they're all at the hospital and Liv tells Frankie off, which I really appreciated. They're all there because Minnie's giving birth for like the 19th episode in a row. <laughs> I mean, good for her. But Liv finally says what we're all thinking, or at least what I was thinking, which is like, stop being a fucking drama queen. Oh my God. Like, which I'm sure some people will be like, well, Frankie just found out their mom died. And it's like, okay, sure. Sure. I guess if you're a Frankie stan, then you're like, she's just going through a lot and it's really hard for her. And I'm like, yeah, but you're in the hospital where your friend is literally giving birth and you're like making the whole scene about you and how upset you are. I don't know. I mean, it's all very dramatic because it's skins. And so it's just the drama. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I didn't love the drama. That's why I've made like a hundred or something episodes of a podcast talking about it so i love it but i also love to hate on it sometimes because it's fun so it was very satisfying watching Liv call frankie a drama queen and then in the alex and Liv plot we find out that alex is going to thailand apparently and so this like in the final episode they usually all get their grades for the exams and find out if they're going to go to university or what they're going to do with their lives. This episode sort of did that with some of the characters. We don't find out what everyone's doing. I think a lot of these characters are staying in their hometown. Like Minnie and Aloe, of course, are going to like raise a baby together and that kind of thing. So we find out Alex is going to Thailand. Their friendship, Liv and Alex, it's pretty cute. I can't really say anything about their friendship. Like I think it's nice and I'm happy that they've been able to ride out the trials and tribulations of life together. I think it's sweet. And also really sweet is that Rich got into university and I'm really happy for him. Like, I think it's interesting that after Grace dying, they sort of showed him trying to do better for his life and get away from the environment where all this bad shit happened. I think that's actually a really cool perspective in a really interesting way instead of him just stereo stereotypically self-destructing and freaking out I think it is kind of realistic that some people would just want to do better for themselves and be like this is a really dangerous and toxic group of people for me to hang out with and I just want to like have a better life and I think that's really nice so happy for Rich um And then Maddie basically is going to stay with Rich because Maddie has nowhere to go. And Rich is like, whatever, I'm going to university in like a month or something. So fine, fuck it, whatever. Um, And then Aloe shows up and I laughed so hard at Rich going, yay, Aloe's here. Like, (laughs) Rich sounds as dead inside as I am about this season at this point. And I I really appreciate that even the writers seem to know that, like, this generation is, we're beating the horse. We're beating the horse. And it's just like, okay, yep, here's Aloe. Uh-huh. Um, Rich manages to be kind to Maddie, which is surprising because Maddie is obviously so heavily involved in Grace's death that... It's very mature of him to 
offer to house him. So Frankie and Minnie are at the hospital watching a horror movie. Aloe shows up and Aloe's like, we're going to go to Alex's big blowout party. And that is the uh, culminating event for this cast is Alex is throwing a last shindig before they all go their separate ways before he goes to Thailand and Rich goes to university and all of these things. And Minnie is allowed to go for a couple of hours as long as she doesn't, you know, do anything to hurt the baby. She's been in the hospital. I guess she's not giving birth. She's just like chilling in the hospital still. She's been in the hospital a long time. It's been like three episodes. Anyway... Um, so they all go to this party. Maddie and Nick, of course, are begging for Frankie, and she's sobbing. Frankie's been sobbing this entire episode. I'm very tired of Frankie sobbing, but this is the last episode where I'll have to see Frankie sobbing. So that's kind of a relief to know. And also, through this episode... We're seeing that Frankie and Rich in particular are really connected with Grace still. And through this whole season, I do like that they've thrown in like Liv, seeing Grace, talking with Grace and the way that they're all handling the grief and still feeling connected with their friend. I do think that's one of the stronger points of this season in particular. So anyway, Minnie goes into labor There we go. It happens. (laughs) She's been pregnant for a long-ass time. I mean, I know it's nine months, but (laughs) I feel like TV shows usually kind of shorten it a little bit, um, except for, like, Secret Life of the American Teenager, which is a really fun watch if you guys haven't watched it. I mean, it's terrible. It's a lot worse than Skins. Like, it's actually genuinely bad. Again, I love bad TV, so whatever. I kind of love to hate it, but Skins is, like, far better quality-wise than that show. Anyway, I think it's for the best that Frankie is not in the delivery room with Minnie, so Minnie can give birth and be the main character of her own delivery in peace. (laughs) And Frankie ends up finding out that her mom isn't dead and her sister's like, I just didn't want to share mom with you. And so that's weird plot twist. Frankie's mom's not dead. She's in like an assisted living facility of some kind. So I was speculating as to whether she has some sort of like mental health disorder And that's why she's in assisted living. And that's why the sister kind of wanted to protect the mom or something. Or I don't really know um, the reasoning behind it. It's left a little bit open-ended. But Frankie's reunited with her mom, who is painting. It looks like she might be painting her two daughters. um, And her mom's an artist. And so that's cool. I feel a lot of ways I personally was not adopted, so I guess I don't really have any authority to speak on this or what it's like. Um, However, I do wish that Frankie's 
adoptive dads were given like slightly more credit for being really wonderful <laughs> at some point i think in this episode maybe the last one someone does say to frankie like hey you have a really wonderful family and so i'm glad someone said it and they've been nothing but supportive of her this entire time so i do wish there was like a little more credit given to them but obviously i can understand and sympathize with frankie wanting to reconnect with her mother of course that makes perfect sense and i'm not trying to be like why would she want to meet her mom but i don't know i'm just interested in hearing your guys opinions on i think the thing that really threw me off is like the fake death part like that was weird and then just sort of last minute being like no she's alive and then frankie doesn't even seem this is what confused me so frankie is like throwing herself out of a truck thinking her mom died of course that makes sense but then she finds out her sister lied to her and she's like has no reaction i guess maybe she's just so like fucked up mentally at this point she's just like okie doke my mom's alive like i would think she would be kind of upset or confused about that but she seems to just handle it with eloquence and grace so i don't know um very confusing I guess it's Frankie's generation. She's like the main protagonist of this generation. So it ends with her reconnecting with her family since that was something she's been very angsty about these two seasons. So I guess I like it. I'm being a hater, but I guess I like it. I can see how it connects from season five, episode one to season six episode 10 i think that a lot of it was like frankie's journey of self-discovery and her place in the world and her place in her family so i can appreciate that and then um the the end end scene is rich sitting outside of minnie's delivery room looking up at the camera and saying bye um which is nice i mean it's touching it's a very nice season finale and i was reading some other reviews because i just wanted to see what other people thought and a lot of people were like this was just a nice episode and i agree with that like i don't have any super strong opinions um i think it was well written enough that i was playing along as the viewer right so like asking questions why didn't the social worker tell frankie her mom died if that's true why would this happen why would that happen and um so i think that they sort of navigated me as a viewer through the experience that i was supposed to have um compared to the other season finales i mean freddie getting beaten to death with a baseball bat was like the opposite of how i feel about this season where it had like absolutely nothing to do with the rest of that generation and it was not this like nice continuity point of closure it was the opposite of closure and then the ending of season two i mean i think that was an amazing ending where we really got to see everyone going their separate ways and it was really emotional but i think i just emotionally connected with the first generation the most um so if you emotionally connected with generation three the most 
this ending is probably how the first generation ending felt for me, right? So I can see why people would really like it. I think I'm just really burnt out on the third generation, but I think it was well done and it was nice. And I assume that Aloe and Minnie named their baby after Grace. I'm just guessing. Um, What do you guys think about that? Do you think that's the case or no? And then I also kind of wish that they had done a season seven follow-up, the two episodes, um, for one of the characters from Generation 3. I'm not sure why they chose not to. I guess if I had to pick who they would have done it about, I would pick Rich, because I think it would be really interesting to see Rich as like a 22 to 25-year-old and how his life has changed. I think that would be really interesting, actually. But they did not, as far as I know. Again, I know there's tons of unreleased, like, unofficial content. So maybe I'll have to do some digging and see if they ever did anything like that. But who would you guys like to see in a Season 7 feature-length episode from the third generation? Who would be your pick? Right in. I am so happy that I got to speak with you guys before the new year. And I really appreciate you all for listening this year and giving feedback and messaging and all that stuff. I really enjoy this community. And by no means do I think I'm like the expert on skins. You know, I'm just some person talking about my own opinion. So it's really fun to get to share my thoughts with all you guys. And I just appreciate you all so much. So Have a wonderful new year. I hope you all have a great and prosperous 2023. And I will be back. Maybe I'll take like a month break or so. I've been doing that anyway. Um, Talking about season seven and other stuff. We're going to get into it. I, I, I get to see Cassie again. I'm so happy. So, all right. Thanks for listening. You can, oh, I forgot to say this last time. The Instagram for the podcast is at oh wow the podcast. And I'm also on YouTube and Reddit here and there lurking around. So maybe you'll find me. But thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Bye.